Creative Reboot, the ultimate podcast for creative souls, small business owners, side hustlers and dream chasers. I'm Carla, brand photographer and visual magic maker for colourful, magical weirdos and also a professional multipod. And I'm Sarah, creative copywriter and branding photographer for awesome female business owners and aspiring author. This week we're joined by the very lovely Emma Locke, who's an abstract painter. Um, she is, you can find her at Emma Locke Art, and she is in the same studio building as me, so I've been like sneaking past and looking at her work, and um, and then we thought we'd invite her on to uh, to tell her, tell us about her and her creative journey and everything that she does. Welcome, Emma. Hiya, thank you so much for having me. It's so lovely to have you here, and I, I feel like um, Carla is actually making her way from studio to studio and trying to get everybody on here as much as, as much as possible. But it's good to have you here. I'm going to go straight in to the first question. No pressure, uh, but tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, just in your own words. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm an abstract painter, and um, I get most of my inspiration from nature on landscapes and mostly I focus on the colour of landscapes and then I make Ooh, okay. my own place in my painting. So a sense of a place rather than a representational piece. Um, yeah. I love that. How long have you been doing this for? Around three to four years. Oh, oh really? Wow. That is not I what I so get. Yeah, when I, I just, oh wow, no, I assumed it was so much longer than that. Yeah, oh, really? I thought, that's amazing. Yeah, honestly, yeah. it looks like you've been doing this for like decades. You've got so I much, think. you know, your work is just so, it just feels very, um, here, here I go struggling to find words. Established, <laughs> yes, there's the word, thank you. Yeah, it's just got... Our hashtag for this podcast, Emma, is can't words for shit, because yes. although we're both, professionally, we work with words and pictures, apparently we can't no. coherently speaking is anything. a whole different yeah. thing speaking is a whole, <laughs> different, really thing. Different, a whole different thing that's why I paint um, <laughs> exactly <laughs> there you go yeah. so I really love this concept of um, of creating like a sense I think what you said a sense of place rather yeah. than representation mm. like did you is that something you kind of started out doing or is that something that's evolved or I'm really curious because I I, sure. I, just, I, love, I love it <laughs> it's not something I ever intended to do it kind of, as you say, like it evolved over time and it's something that I've been exploring uh, more of in like the last two years and it kind of came organically with the colour palette that I have and I just realised as I was painting that although I was calling myself an abstract landscape pa painter, it's more a sense or a feeling of being in a place that's mm -hmm. trying to take you to that place or feeling. So mm. it just kind of came with the process. Which is why I like abstract painting because it's very, you know, intuitive and some people hate that word, but you can go so many places with it and um that that's where I've landed and Yeah. And it's very true to you, isn't it? You're not you're not just showing what you see, you're showing what you feel when you yeah. see some or maybe not even maybe maybe the seeing isn't really part of that. It is more to do oh, I really I think it's just more set feeling. off loads of like little brain fireworks yeah. for me, but yeah, that <laughs> brain fireworks love that it's really cool yeah oh yes absolutely. we have we have brain fire usually it's what happens if someone says something like you have just done and i'm trying to think out loud while my brain's going oh but what about this it's like fizzing in the background so yeah um yeah i really love this so okay so how did you get into painting have you always painted or is this something that you kind of picked up as a um or was it a i want to do this because i want something for me or where's where's your kind of creative um journey? good question i've always loved art i've always wanted to paint um, I did it at school and back then it wasn't really something that you could go into. It was very not academic, so don't 
don't even think about being an artist mm. um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know <laughs> so um, even though I enjoyed it so much and I painted more kind of um, sorry the word's gone completely <laughs> that's right that means you are fully and fully fully um, fledged can't wait to fully fledged there you go <laughs> fully fledged member of creative Re- 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 reboot excellent um, <laughs> <laughs> that's good impressionistic is that the word oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so completely different but yeah, I was kind of swayed to go down the maths, you know, academic route. So although I painted, I hadn't really painted that much or consistently since mm-hmm. the last four years. So before that, it was every now and then when I had a spare afternoon, I would paint something, but wasn't sure what I wanted to paint until I think one day where I was just like, enough's enough. I really want to do this. What is the reason stopping me? So mm. and then it was all from there, really. That's amazing. Mm. I'm really intrigued by, um, so academically, what, what route did you go down, if you don't mind me asking? Well, when I say academically, <laughs> so <laughs> I tried to do as many art pro- um, subjects as I could. I went to college, um, I did business studies, which okay. would have been very useful now, but uh, mm. I did drop that, so I did not do very well. Um, archaeology, <laughs> completely different. Okay, yeah. Um, but I ended up going down the maths route and just after college, I went straight to work and I started working in accounts. So completely uncreative. Wow, yeah. But very useful for running a business. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> that is definitely my least favourite part because I don't really understand it and I'm really bad with numbers. So I feel like there is some benefit going on there. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, but okay. I'm, I'm also intrigued by, sorry to interrupt you, Carla. I'll just no, 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 you carry on. Complete butt in there. Um, I'm intrigued by, do you feel like any of that has influenced your art now? Do you find that, does that, or is that a silly question? No, 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 I don't think there are any silly questions. Um, I haven't thought about it really. Um, I mean, accounts They seem very different. Well, yeah, accounts maybe not, but maybe like the archaeology, you know, that that kind of, that's really interesting to me. I wonder if any of that's Mm. kind of had a sort of influence on anything that you do now. I think it has actually. I've never put mm. them together, so this is really okay. interesting. And then, oh. you know, what did you call it? Brain fireworks. Brain fireworks. fireworks. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> um, I think it has because it's looking at, you know, landscapes and the past and like mm. geological yeah. bits and bobs. And I think that does probably feed in in a subconscious way that mm. I think everything feeds in. A- anything you do or see feeds in. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'm yeah, really I curious as well. Like taking taking that and running with it, I feel like what you said about feelings. And for me, um, I've always been fascinated by archaeology because of the stories and mm. the kind of historical. And stories are all about feelings, aren't they? So I feel like maybe there's a there's some layers going mm. on there. Which I quite like definitely. Mm. It's fascinating. Amazing. So what, what did I interrupt you with, Carla? Um, you were going to say something. Oh, no, it's fine. No, I was, I was just going to say, like, I really love that you um, essentially gave yourself a talking to one day and was like, no, this is enough. <laughs> I just need to get on with this because I faffed about for a lot longer than that before I did that. So, um, and I did, you know, I had a very similar thing that everyone was like, oh, no, no, you can't possibly make a living doing something creative. So it went academic and um, actually totally the opposite. Like, numbers are not my thing. Um, words are my thing. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 it took a lot of people basically harassing me into doing my creative thing rather than me just being able to stand up one day and go no do you know what I really wanted I mean I was doing the thing but I was not brave enough to do the thing publicly yeah um whereas it sounds like you really had a was it like a moment of epiphany or was it just a um yeah I think it was it just I was you know you think about these things and then you, you there's so many reasons not to do things 
but they're mm. not really reasons, they're excuses. And yeah. mm -hmm. I think, you know, I don't, I don't know if we should go down this route, but as women, like we tend to put mm. ourselves last. Mm -hmm. And um, I just thought, what am I doing? I love to do this thing. So why am yeah. I not doing it? And it's scary to share. Um, but I just saw so many other people doing it as well online. And we didn't have that when I was at school. This is true. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I feel like that's made a big difference, actually, yeah. especially probably on things like social media where you actually see people doing the things that you thought oh well years ago I thought about doing that why didn't I do that then because it's it's obviously doable it's something you can go and do now so I think yeah. that also when you're kind of I mean I know you went obviously starting from scratch you said you've kind of always painted and always loved it but certainly for me when I decided what I really wanted to try was acrylic pouring I'm still too intimidated to go into it well maybe not now actually but I was still too intimidated at that point when I wanted to try it to go into an actual art shop and ask what I needed but now mm. we have the internet so I did some research on the internet I looked at some videos on YouTube um looked at whether any like workshops and stuff and then ordered everything I needed without ever having to speak to another person and reveal that I knew nothing and that was really lovely um I know that it maybe sounds silly but I, I do think that's something that is and something that actually you said you know the the, the women thing comes up quite a lot on this podcast and one of the things that comes up repeatedly for me is that when we were younger or certainly for me we it was kind of drummed into us to be modest and not to boast about things and not to put yourself forward because you know you don't want people to think you're arrogant and i i do understand the reasons for all of that but i also think that some of us carry particularly creatives i think we carry some quite deep scars yeah. <laughs> that makes it quite hard for us to then shout about what we're doing and it is, yeah. put ourselves forward definitely, definitely and, and put ourselves relate. at the top again mm, definitely yeah, and i so... think that's it makes it it's like another layer of making it more difficult that made no sense mm. Mm. Um, no 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 it does no it does it does, it does, it does. yeah um and i but i do i do like this idea of actually they are just because you're right a lot of the reasons not to do things it, it is not really a reason it is just a it's a block isn't it it's getting past those blocks yeah. it's more mental i, have a, I think oh, sorry. yes yeah yeah no 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 don't that's fine, that's fine yeah it is more mental absolutely i was just gonna say i have a little question about how um why why abstract what what brought you into abstract art because i i mean i have to i i will hold up my hands i have no clue when it comes to art at all i i look at things i know what i like that is that is about my limit it, even to the to the point where um i i've told carla this story before but when i was 22 ish something like that i decided i needed a creative outlet and i said i'm going to learn to paint and i just <laughs> I walked to I walked a long way to the art the nearest art store because I didn't drive at the time. I they must have seen me coming because I bought just about everything in the store that I could physically hold and carry home. I had easels, I had paints, I had brushes, I had everything that I could possibly imagine. I got home, I set it all up in my little room in my shared house. I picked up the brush and I went to paint and I went, what the fuck am I doing? I have no clue <laughs> what I'm doing. As it turned out, uh, it, for me, I decided it wasn't actually my medium and that's how I, how I found photography. So it kind of led me there. But I just, it, I'm fascinated with how you come to something like abstract art as, because it's not, I don't, it's, it's not something that's really taught, is it, abstract art? I don't feel like it's so, yeah. No. And yeah. actually, I'm just going to layer that question up because, oh. you know, no pressure at all. <laughs> I'm also really curious because it sounds like you maybe didn't start out with the abstract art, but you now have a style that I think is immensely recognisable and feels very um, developed. Mm. And I mean, again, I, I'm not an art, like, I'm never going to be an art critic. I always say I'm missing a gene when it comes to art because I know exactly, I know what I love. I couldn't yeah. necessarily tell you why I love it. It's it, For me, it's definitely, it's an intuitive, like I love that or I don't mm. love that. Um, but is there, oh, what even is my question? Um, 
like yeah is there a link between like choosing and then your evolution or did you yeah there you go. Okay. Process all that information. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I definitely didn't start with abstracts. And although I'd seen abstract work on Instagram and Pinterest and I knew I loved it. I always knew I loved it because sorry, I'm just trying to process the questions mm. in my head um, and yeah. going yeah. through it. But I remember really viscerally, if that's a word. Mm. Um, when I was at school, at college, and you're not, you're right, you're not taught, I was certainly wasn't taught anything about abstract art. I don't think it was, it even was the mentioned. Thing. No. Mm. We had to, we turned all the lights off and we just had this piece of fabric illuminated by some lights. And I painted the light and the shadow and mm. it looked nothing like a piece of fabric, but I just remember how excited I was by the marks and the colours and nothing about what I and nothing no it wasn't about representing what I'd seen but it was more yeah. just like the feeling of how it all came together so mm. and I never really put that with abstract art I just thought oh I really liked this and hadn't really thought about it that much and it wasn't until I decided to do paint do painting more consistently and I did the 100 day project and okay. I thought I'm going to use this to figure out what I actually want to paint um, because you know there's so many different options so many different mm -hmm. interests and you can kind of get sidetracked by all the different things mm -hmm. and then I think it was on like day 55 and I painted this abstract green sketchbook page it really wasn't very good but that was it and after that I just took off just trying to do as oh, much as I can. Yeah. Oh, wow. Obviously just un unlocked something in you doing yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so it's exciting. Amazing. I love that as well. I love that that description of, I mean, I'm, I'm obsessed with memories, but I I love that, me that real, and I could see in your, I know again, sorry guys, this is a podcast, but um, Emma's face as she was telling us, like told that story as much as her words did. Like, it was amazing. Mm. Um, yeah. How exciting. That is fabulous. That does feel very much like a, we, we talk about creative journeys on here that feels like a real sort of creative discovery it feels like you mm. what, what is this project can you tell us a little bit more about this project um it's just it's the 100 days project i found it on instagram um mm. I, I, somebody set it up and i'm sorry i don't know who it is that's but fine. it happens we'll every, it good. every yeah. year i think around april and everyone and anyone can get involved and you can set yourself a task there's no rules it's just you kind of you need to commit for 100 days whether that's okay. a small thing each day or you know if, if you're crazy a big thing each day it doesn't have to be finished paintings it can be you know breaking it down over a few days or a few weeks um but i just thought it was a really good way to do something for half an hour every day and mm. the more you do something the more you're going to fall into hopefully something you love or yes yeah yeah and to and, and to actually, explore as well I yeah think, to i was gonna say i really love yeah. that as like a an approachable way to explore because i think actually particularly with something as wide-ranging as art because art could be anything huge. Yeah. Huge. um even if you know that say painting is the thing that you or even to be honest even photography okay i've decided photography is my art but then where do you go so i really mm. like that idea of, but actually sitting and going right i'm going to give myself three days and i'm just going to do nothing but that is a bit overwhelming isn't it or even a day it's like i've got a weekend day and i'm just going to do that it's too much so i love this idea of having like a little bit every day and giving yourself permission to because i'm guessing it was a bit permission based to go and explore all kinds of different types and yes. kind of try everything even if it was 
it, it's that permission to make bad art not that there is any such thing yeah. as bad art particularly but for me it's permission to be bad at things is really mm, important so that yeah. I can try it without putting pressure on myself and that feels like it fits into that really nicely definitely I think permission to make awful art <laughs> or take bad photos or you know write something that doesn't make any sense um yeah I think you have to have that as a creative because otherwise you're not going to push through boundaries and find mm. things or grow, or like. or grow. Or exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I mean it's horrible when you make bad art but you do get past it <laughs> just like well that was a bad you do, day you do. especially yeah. as I feel I mean, like creative people we are literally our own worst critics aren't yeah. we for, yeah, for everything yeah. so yeah but I have discovered that um bad bad and I am using bad in inverted commas because you know it's very subjective mm-hmm. but um some of the photos that I remember taking and I remember being and Emma I don't know if you've got similar um with your paintings I took them and at the time I was like oh, it's the taste are you I don't know if you're familiar with the taste gap where what you want to create and what you're actually oh. creating just don't quite match up yes and I actually funnily enough I was looking back at those the other day because I was sorting out something else and a folder popped up and I went down a rabbit hole of my old photographs and I remember at the time being so frustrated because I was like I know what I want and it's just not quite there and now and I kind of consigned them to this archive folder because I didn't want to think about them, didn't want to look at them and now I look at them and I'm like oh I can see how far I've come and I can see how my light use of light has changed and I can see so they do serve a purpose further down the line um and that I think is a really good but also I suppose you wouldn't ever get there like you said you wouldn't ever get there if you don't do yeah. the bad stuff mm. first if you never start you'll never get to where you want to go will you so no. i like uh, this this is very sage wisdom i need to then i don't know staple to my forehead or something in front of us yeah. yes next we time i a creative crisis i'll be like oh, i don't know anything what am i doing yes yeah, so. <laughs> i think we all have those Amazing. days sometimes i'll put my paint brush to my paper and i'll be thinking who am i what am i doing you what know doing? Oh, yeah, i've forgotten how to paint i think that's natural so I feel like that that feels quite reassuring, though, having seen your work, that you still feel that way. Oh, yes, definitely do. 100%, yes, definitely. Even earlier. Oh, go on. So, no, I've got got two two questions, and they kind of go in two different directions. Oh. Um, But... Do one at a time, then, because otherwise we don't want to confuse you. No, 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 one at a time. So, um, one of them is, can we talk about creative space? So, Sarah and I have done um, a couple of episodes this um, season, Season, which is kind of why this is on my mind, about creative space and creative time. And um, obviously you now have a studio um, in the same building as us, which is how we know each other, which is lovely. But one of the things that we're talking about is actually sometimes you want to do a thing and you don't have a dedicated space or you don't have. So can we talk a little bit about, a little bit about, I'm so sorry, I can't speak. (laughs) Hang on, let's try that again. Can we talk a little bit about how, um, like kind of how you fitted painting in? Because I know your work has got bigger recently, hasn't it? Mm. Did you always want to work bigger? Did you start smaller and get bigger with confidence? Was it a physical space issue? Like, what does that look like? Okay, uh, definitely a physical space issue. I've always mm-hmm. wanted to paint big, which is strange because I think it's it, it can be really difficult. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend jumping in first with a big painting. <laughs> Maybe that was my problem. Maybe my canvases were way too big. It's just too big. It's overwhelming. (laughs) Probably, yeah. Definitely. Um, But yes, I definitely didn't have enough space before I was working in what I called my studio. It was a third bedroom, which was two by three meters. I could literally touch the wall with my arms out. Um, And although I did everything I could to make the space work, I put a mezzanine in. Well, I didn't do it. My partner did it. <laughs> um, I just couldn't physically have too many paintings of a large scale at once at all. So having a bigger space 
um, and somewhere away from home as well. It's just made such mm. a difference in what I can do. But that's not to say that you can't do it without the space because, you know, I could have gone mm. outside and there's, oh, there's ways around it. If you really want to do it, you'll do it. But yes, definitely the physical space has made a huge difference. Mm, excellent. No, I, I think, yeah, I think that, yes, I think I would concur. I was just curious because I've definitely seen, even in the time, so I've known, I think I, well, I was trying to work out, I think I met you maybe like seven, eight months ago, so not that yeah. long. No. But I've definitely seen your work grow in size in that time and it's been really lovely to see um, and to follow. Um, and yeah, I was just curious if that was a kind of a natural evolution or a, which, yeah, it sounds like it's something that was, it was lurking, but. Yes, it was lurking. It was finally appearing. It's a bit addictive because <laughs> then you just want to get bigger and bigger. And where do you store all the paint? Store all the paintings. Well, I was going to say as well. At what point do you stop with the, well, yeah, the exactly. growing? <laughs> just painting buildings one day. Don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, do you know what though? The world would be a better place if your painting was instead of like bricks. That would oh, be so much nicer. That would be cool. Yeah. It would be cool. Everyone's yeah, paintings. Yeah. Yes. And photos. Okay. That would be cool. And yeah, yes. it would be so cool. Mm. We, maybe we could be like a triplicate blank, Banksy, but not Banksy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, have any of us got the energy to go out in the dead of night and do no, things? Probably, probably not, no. no. <laughs> um, okay. So I have, sorry, Sarah, I, is it all right if I do another Carry question? Carry on, yeah, go for question. it, yeah. So my other question, my next question, which is kind of not at all related to the previous one, but is definitely related to you and your art, is do you, so you've talked about obviously your inspiration and um, kind of how you... Um, kind of pull those feelings into um, what you're putting onto your canvases. Do you do commissions or do you just paint what you feel? And if you do do commissions, how does that fit in? Like how, how, how does that, how is that? How? How? <laughs> and yeah, and, and what is your, kind of your balance between the two? And do you have kind of preferences? Because I'm, I'm always curious about that with, with creatives and commissions because it is a different kind of way of working. It is a completely different way. I only recently in the last six months started doing commissions. And oh, okay. It came from um, a group show I did last year and I met a few people and then they emailed me afterwards and they wanted bespoke paintings, you know, to go with their colour palette or just something slightly different. Um, so it is completely, it's a completely different way of working and I did have that pressure that I put on myself. The clients were absolutely lovely. <laughs> it's always from us, isn't yes. it? It's always internal. It's always yes. internal. You think we've learned, but I haven't. No, no, there is no, no learning taking no. place at all. No, no. So. I need another. Stone <laughs> I refer you again to just stapling it to your forehead, like <laughs> yeah. that is a thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, maybe we just need a wall of affirmations around us all the time. I think so. Ooh, yeah. I'm oh. just going to, we might create that for Open Studio. So Emma and I are creating Open Studios together for our sins. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if we actually do something with a wall. So I'm just going to put oh. that on a notepaper. Carry on. Sorry. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> important. Get it down. I've forgotten the question now. My gosh. Um, commissions. <laughs> commissions. Yes. yes. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. So commissions. So it's different. It is a different way of working completely because you, I, for me anyway, because I was very aware that I was making a painting that had to become a finished painting. Oh, okay. When I work, usually, even if it's a deadline for a show, it's work that I can kind of move around. And if something, I can paint multiple pieces. And if something doesn't turn out the way I like it, I can keep going or just move it, move on to another one. And although I said to myself, I'll work on multiple pieces for commissions to take off that pressure, I still had the pressure. Um, mm -hmm. And I think with abstract art as well, although maybe everyone has their own kind of style or voice or color palette or something there's something there that they're asking for it's 
it's not something like a picture of their dog, for example, but you know what they're expecting. And every mm. painting mm. is always going to come out differently. And it's just yeah. that mm-hmm. slight, the unknown and the fear, I guess, of them saying, oh, no, that's completely not what I was after. And it just came out that way. But every single commission mm-hmm. I've done, thank God and luckily, um, everyone's been lovely to work with and I have had not had anything bad come from it. So I feel fun, like awesome. though if you're if you're commissioning an abstract piece, I'd be really surprised if you had a specific idea of what that would look like. Because yeah. then surely you actually, should be doing yeah. it yourself, wouldn't you? That's my. That's kind yeah. of my. Thought and some anyway. of yeah, some of what they're commissioning actually is your. Well, it's, most all of what they're commissioning, in fact, is is your interpretation, isn't yes, it? Yes. Yeah. Getting you to you're not you're not. Um, it's, for me, that's the difference between being an artist and being an illustrator, and I don't mean that in a bad way. But I feel like an illustrator creates to a brief, mm. as in create yeah. something that someone else sketches, and you physically do the the art bit. And there are details and, and tweaks, is, and, and there are details you, yeah, and things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And then in terms of art, you're very much you're kind of working on your own intuition your own emotions and that's what comes out and that's kind of what they're buying I think yeah that that makes complete sense Mm. yeah um which is awesome but but I can still totally also understand the pressure because it's different from creating for yourself (laughs) so (laughs) yeah definitely there's always that question of are you know are they gonna like this isn't it when when you're done with it yeah Yeah, absolutely But is it something yeah. you've enjoyed enough that you would continue? Because I know I know some artists who don't do any commissions, and I do some. Who, I know some who are almost all commissions, and I'm yeah. always really curious about people's different balances and kind of thoughts on that. Just because it's interesting, it does it varies, doesn't it, from artist to yeah, artist? So, massively. Um, yeah, I've really enjoyed them, and I think it's actually pushed me forward quite a bit because you know some of them were colours I hadn't worked with that much, or different. Um, like somebody specifically wanted um, to, me to work with Faro and Ball paints which was really oh, interesting. Wow. Oh, okay. yeah. that's exciting. So yeah. um, I got to experiment a lot and using different mediums and things to thicken down paints that aren't really used for um, like abstract paintings or anything yeah. like that. So yeah. yeah, I have enjoyed it. And it's really nice to work with people, which is not something I do at all. It's very like, solitary. Um, mm. So I'd, I'd like to still do them. And I think I would just have to balance commissions alongside work for myself and work for shows and anything that I wanted to do for me mm-hmm. yeah it's just finding that balance going forward absolutely I'm really intrigued by the, the, the um sort of touching a little bit on like creative space and that comment you just made there about how solitary um the work mm. can be um what kind of motivates you I mean maybe you don't paint every day but um, do you paint every day no no. no okay <laughs> that, that answers, that's a good <laughs> that, answers that question <laughs> yeah, but no. like what kind of motivates you to get in and and, and you know or to start a project or you know d- d- is it to just like have an idea and things start to come from that or do you do you have set times are you, you're like right today I'm this is painting time so whatever happens happens or how does that kind of work so I actually work part-time um mm-hmm. alongside my art and that's like it's a family business so it's very flexible and I'm very lucky Mm. so I do have designated days and times that I'll go to the studio Um, and I think because I'm not there all the time I go in and I'm like right I'm going to do this this and this and Mm. I just get get on with it and but when I've taken like a few weeks off here and there to fully concentrate on the art it is completely different being there every day and it's not something I don't think I sorry Painting takes quite a bit of energy, as I'm sure any creative work does. And mm. I don't think, when I do paint, 
sorry, trying to get the words out of my mouth. It's okay. It's all right. No um, sorries required. <laughs> I do kind of batch it in three hours and that's about as far as I can go. And then... Okay. So I, don't I mean, that's I quite impressive because, yeah, because I, I could mm. only probably work, write for about like 30 hours sprint, 30 hour, 30 minutes. 30 hours sprint, bloody hell, Sarah. You're going to go and lay down now, I'm just thinking about that. <laughs> I'm already tired. <laughs> 30 minute sprints, yeah, let's, let's go with the minutes, yes. I mean, I can literally, I will write and write for 30 minutes and then I, I there is nothing else. It's just like, I have to stop now, you know, and so... Um, um, three hours is Im- it amazes me. It's quite impressive, actually, that you you can do it for that long. I've actually got this glorious image of um, just kind of built from everything you've said and having had the privilege of seeing inside your studio. Although hopefully you will send us a photo so we can yeah, share that definitely. as well with, yeah. um, with our mm. listeners. Um, but I have got this vision of Emma just being totally lost in a trance for those three hours and then coming out and being like, oh. Just hate flying. That's what I feel like it might feel like. I might be totally way off the mark. That's 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 what my brain is doing right now. Exactly what it's like. Every time, obviously, there are days where I'm just making absolute rubbish and I'm not in the zone. But (laughs) (laughs) most of the time, it's very, I just, I feel like I go into myself and I don't Mm. really think that much about what I'm doing. It's just, that sounds really silly, doesn't it? Um, no, 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 not at all. It sounds meditative and glorious. That's, That's the word it's I was very just about to use. Most amazing yeah. kind of flow. Mm, like yeah. that you once you've kind of sunk into that flow. In fact, I've just read. Um, I don't know if you've read it, but um, Glennon Doyle's Untamed, and she talks about sinking, sinking to mm. find the knowing. It feels like that to me. It feels like maybe kind of once you've sunk. And I, I'm yeah. familiar with that concept in the sense that sometimes I'm like, right, I'm going to sink into this, and then I kind of get to. I don't know where maybe like my forehead's still above the surface and I'm like, yep, yeah, not today is not a day where I'm going to go any lower or be able to find any more flow. That's not yeah. happening. And some mm. days I will just like sink into the flow and it just goes. Yeah. And that, yeah, which I, again, I think is probably familiar to all creatives actually. Sometimes mm. you get the flow, sometimes you don't. But I love that, that mental image of you is what will stay with me for always. Yes, <laughs> I love that. So. I feel like we need, we, need but, to, we need to commission somebody to draw that because I think it would To draw that, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it would I just be a, like a... chaos, um, tornado. <laughs> <laughs> a tornado of chaos, to be honest. I but know what I'm saying. Beautiful, beautiful <laughs> chaos is what A beautiful be. tornado. Yes. There you go, yeah. we found our podcast title, <laughs> a beautiful tornado of chaos. Um, I have a, a short, I think, but very specific question. How do you know when... A painting is finished mm, how do you know when to good stop question. because that i'm just yeah it's a really good question and some that i sometimes i ask that myself most days to be honest i ask that myself <laughs> i think is Amazing. this done when is this done um will it ever be done i don't know <laughs> yeah um it's more of a, like a gut feeling I, it's hard to explain but there's just a point where either i like it enough like so much i don't want to ruin it so i'm thinking that's mm. done then don't do anything else i have to step back or it's just an, a thing that's known. That makes I don't. It's really hard to explain, mm, mm, but it's just. No, no, I like that. I think it probably comes we all through about with the intuition. Um, I think I like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It probably. It's probably something as well that actually, the more you do it, the more uh, experienced you get at, at feeling yeah. that or uh, recognizing that sensation of. Mm. Now I need to stop now. Yeah. You don't oh, always listen that. to it, to be honest. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, but I've written many a painting. <laughs> Like going, oh, I'm going to keep doing this, and then going, oh, you should have stopped. You know what? This is one of the reasons I really love that my art is um, is digital because um, there have been things where I'm like, I've com- like that's perfect, and then I'm like, oh, I'll just go add back. that. I'm done. And then I I'm add done. a layer, and I'm just like, no, I've completely fucked that up. And I know if it was real, I'd be kicking my like. I say real, I know it's real, but if it was like physical, yeah. I'd be kicking myself. But thanks to the joys, I can be like, return to previous snapshot, and then and then there I have my layers, and just get rid of the layer, and then I can pretend it never happened. It's great. I'm so um, which is I why I'm so fascinated. Undo. I know, I know, I'm so sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but I am fascinated. 
I mean, I do I do photograph um, some of the pouring to add in as layers. So that's there's like another whole oh. layer of stress to that. But um, I am yeah, I'm I'm always fascinated by how artists, what my mum calls real artists, um, <laughs> proper artists. Um, no, when you're working with physical medium, I'm always um, just fascinated as to how you know when to stop or not say that thank you thank you for answering that so, i'm just indulging personal curiosity today i Absolutely. don't really interviewing at well, all am i <laughs> let, let's talk about personal curiosity because before emma came on today um mm. carla told told me all about emma's social media and so just again personal curiosity emma your your social media has apparently grown massively in the last few months i'm being told um and the, the that makes question... me sound really stalkerish. It's more that I noticed it when I first met Emma and first followed her, and then I looked at it today and was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you mean not look every been... day? No, don't look every day to check. No, don't... Oh. not in stalkerish terms. <laughs> Sorry, it's, fine. it's all good. We cleared that up. But... I can pretend if you want. I can oh. pretend to be a stalker. We literally had the question. Okay, we need to ask her this. How? How is the yes, only word? How? We... <laughs> yeah. Is it something you've been doing, or can you talk us through that a little bit? Yeah, I can definitely try. Um, <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's a bit crazy, and it did. It just seemed to kind of just appear and happen over time. It definitely mm-hmm. hasn't happened overnight, and yeah. I don't. It's it's not everything at all. Um, but I did, yeah. So I recently hit ten k, which is insane to me. Yeah, um, it's amazing. And it's something I've been working on to just grow the people that I reach, just to share the art journey and, mm. you know, to connect with other people. Connection is such a big deal to me. Um, and it's just, I started from day one. So I kind of, if you, if you scroll back, you can see all the horrendous things I did before. But, <laughs> you know, I just thought, I'm just going to share it and be completely open and say, this is what I'm doing I hope you like it and if you don't that's mm. absolutely fine and yeah just try and stay consistent and you know reach out to other people but genuinely not you know like yes. genuinely reaching out to people that you want to reach out to and mm. to have creative conversations and I love that about Instagram I love that you can chat to people all over the world that you never you wouldn't be able to do um if you didn't, mm. didn't have the internet so yeah. I don't know if that answers your question do you, um, is it, I mean, do you enjoy social media? Is it something, do you spend a lot of time on it? Is it that sort do you? Do, I you go know, through do, it... phases. Right, okay. Um, um, that's comforting because yes. I have love-hate. Love-hate love, is, hate. is my main it way is, of describing yeah. social media. I feel like the longer I, um... you spend on there, sometimes the harder it can feel. And it just, yeah, it just feels like you're, you're, you're it's an uphill battle. And then you yeah. feel bad about yourself because you're seeing all this yeah. amazing work and nothing's changing for you. And yeah, yeah it's. It's really difficult, I think, and it's like that comparison. And funny enough, I was listening to your last episode all about jealousy, and I loved that, by the way. Absolutely loved it, and it's really got my brain thinking. I started talking to my brother about it. We had a whole conversation. Oh, wow, that's (laughs) That's cool. I love that. Yeah, so it it does bring up a lot of things, I think, social media, and everyone else is living all their best life and (laughs) putting all the good stuff out. And, yeah, I think it's it's addictive as well, isn't it? It's addictive when people... Mm -hmm liking your things and mm. everything like that so I go I don't I kind of focus on it in phases and it's yeah. mostly when I'm not doing the work so I'll be uh, like okay. really focused on the painting and then yeah. I'll come out of that and then I'll do some sharing of you know all the photos and millions of videos or whatever I've been doing um, yeah. as I go along the process um I do think it takes time and at the beginning I spent a lot more time just 
you know, an hour a day or something. I wouldn't say that was healthy. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of said to myself, I'm going to do this consistently and see if I can get anywhere with it. And then I would just drop off for a bit when I knew I needed to put my phone down because otherwise I was staring at it too much. So mm. I, quite, yeah. I like that idea as well of where you talk about that actually while you're doing the work, it's not a thing at all. You kind of mm. leave that to one side. I presume you probably, you're just taking pictures and shooting yeah. bits of video and stuff. But not while worrying you're working, about but not worrying about, it. Yeah, so, so it doesn't yeah, interfere the, with the, the creation. Social, I really like that. Yeah, yeah. And then coming back to it, actually, yeah, between times, okay, I'm not working at the moment. I can I can post. That feels, feels a lot more... Uh, it feels a lot uh, healthy, less pressured, yeah. um, sort yeah. of, certainly less stressful, I think, because, you know, you don't need that stress while you're trying to create something either, do you? No, I think, mm. it, yeah, I just try and look at it really as just a fun thing to do. And mm. I think it can be really stressful and I think you can stress about numbers and, you know. Yes. But then it changes all the time. So It does. It's constantly yeah. changing. Like the reach at the moment is a rubbish and... You know, what can you do? You can't really so, control it, can you? So no, I'm a control freak. So. <laughs> hi, oh, us two. Hi, yes. <laughs> us three. <laughs> <laughs> We're all good. We're good. Um, so I have a, 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 a direct question. You don't have to answer if you don't want to. Um, but I am curious. Is social media um, a kind of key part of your um, kind of your sales? So, so actually getting your work so obviously in terms of exposure and getting people to that's wonderful but um i have seen again very very varied results between people having um really good social media engagement but actually not selling very much do they have different ways they have you know exhibitions or shows or other things like do you what how do you how do you sell your work and how do you get your work out there and is social media a massive part of that or is it just another i feel like you've got a very healthy attitude to social media which i'm hoping to emulate mm. because yeah but we're just trying to absorb yeah. the healthy relationship you've got going on there. So. Yes. Secretly, <laughs> I'm just on it all the time. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it is for me because I'm such an introvert and because I have, I find it really difficult to talk to people. You're actually lovely to talk to and I'm just, I'm quite surprised actually about how much I'm talking. But um, <laughs> yeah, I was really scared to kind of go out in the world in front of actual real life people. And for me, okay. you know, using social media was a way of reaching, hopefully reaching people without directly having to to, to actually talk to, to, to talk humans. to people. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board that. <laughs> that sounds yeah, horrendous, yeah. doesn't it? No, it no, doesn't no, at all. no. It, it sounds, sounds great. It sounds very millennial, is what it, it sounds. sounds <laughs> it sounds much less exhausting than than going because I tend to go out, out and find real people, and that's yes. great. I get lots of work from doing that. I'm also fucking knackered from doing mm, that. So it is as yes, I am. Yeah. I'm on on your side there. No, that sounds really cool. Absolutely. No, I, I guess it's a, it's a bit of hiding there as well, isn't it? Because I guess it's um, a it was a it was a little bit like yes, this is me, but. Oh, I'm not ready to take it into the real world, Ooh. I guess. Ooh. I think there was that an element the question. of that. Do you put yourself in your feed or is it mainly your work? Do you do you regularly show up in your feed, your face, your you doing, actually you working? Or is it mainly your work? I sort of know the answer to this, but I'm curious what you say. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I do try to put um, like images or videos of me doing the work or me mm -hmm. in the studio. Just be on a connection level, I think... But the people that I follow, I really like to see who's the artist behind yeah. the work yeah, and that's really cool. or the account or, yeah. you know, the content. And I think that's how people relate to you is to know who you are a bit. Yeah. So there's that element. Yeah, I think. But then it's, you know, you can take a photo and I would never, ever edit a photo to look 
better or anything, but there's a control element of how much it's, it's control. I'm a control freak. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. how much. But if you can control <laughs> what you put out into the world whilst in person, you, you're on the spot and I, I can't plan anything. So, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. No, so that's, then, that's, you're, you're allowed to be a control freak. It's fine. Don't oh, worry. totally allowed Permission. to be. In fact, I, I would say probably like 80% of our guests, I reckon, are control free introverts, just like us. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's probably a pattern there. I like yeah, it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> But no, I think, no, I, I, that's, oh, go on, sorry. Sorry, no, you go on. No, I was going to say, I think that's a really good, I think connection is actually the, probably the, the, the key when we say how, how does she do that? Mm. Um, or that it actually, I think it's connection and like genuine connection because, um, it sounds like you are using it to actually talk to people rather than just as lots of people do put loads of stuff. I mean, obviously you're putting your work out there, but I think a lot of people use social to just be essentially be like, Hey, here's the thing that I made by my shit. And it sounds like you're making more of a. Um, you're having actual conversations and connection and that that sounds like maybe that is the key or a key at least Mm, yeah definitely I I think Mm. I think so I'd like to think so anyway Mm. because that's (laughs) a nice way of looking at it isn't it it is absolutely it brings the um it brings the humanity back into it I think a little bit doesn't it 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 can be yeah yeah, it can get a little bit clinical as a space I think sometimes so definitely yeah yeah it's, it's, it is easy to go down the route of comparing, isn't it? And everyone does it. Everyone does it. It's yes. natural. So. Yeah. 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 And I think probably in business, it's it's almost impossible to avoid. You can't really run. I know various people who maybe don't have social media or don't do certain mm. things, but you can't really have a business in this day and age without any internet yeah. at all. Yeah. So it does, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. It's definitely mm. going that way, isn't it? And funny it enough, is. I don't have Instagram or anything for personal, apart from a, you know, okay. Facebook that I had years and years ago and I don't really do anything with it so it's really oh, just like interesting. an art thing yeah yeah mm. okay and a little bit on. like a diary I love that you've left mm. and I think this is something actually that really that you've you sounds like you've left your initial explorations up I think a lot of people curate so much that you yeah. don't get to see their journey and their and it sounds like you have it, it is your diary of your yeah. journey as an artist isn't it really yeah. which yeah. it sounds epic actually I love that I wish I'd thought of that right at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> of my of my very um confused instagram presence um moving swiftly onwards can we ask our favorite question oh please and okay i am sort of very conscious of time as well time time, oh gosh yes yes Yes. yes. i don't realize we've been talking for so long (laughs) (laughs) Um, so go on sarah you ask our most favorite question oh can i fabulous excellent i like this so with all of this lovely journey that you've been telling us about can you tell us what has been your most glorious moment so far it's such a, a difficult question um, it is. Funny enough, you can it's have gonna... more than one. If there are more than oh, if there's okay. more than one, you're allowed. So. Mm. Um, it's it's going to contra- contradict what I've said because um, oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, prepare. I'm fascinated. No. Go on. <laughs> um, the, my fa- my most favourite moment is actually the first show that I did in real life, and oh, um, yeah. so it was only last September, and it was just. Um, I was absolutely terrified. I was just terrified because even though I really wanted to do it and I was doing it with a group of absolutely lovely creators, it's just, it was very scary for me to take this big step. Um, mm-hmm. But just, and I think it's all down to connection. It's just mm. like talking to people about art and everybody's art that was there and, you know, how people interpret your work or other people's work and seeing people in real life react. That's, an amazing yes. thing to see 
Yeah, and I don't, exactly. I don't mean that in like a big-headed validation way. Just no, no. A, in a, a no, but just often you probably way. don't get. No, you don't because if you're putting stuff out online, or even if you're selling prints or or originals, you don't get to see how no. people when they unwrap them. You don't get to see how they react, do you? No, no. that's an amazing point. I love that. So yeah, that's lovely. And my granddad, um, he came down and he kind of like was losing his his memories but he came down and he just was really present and it was just the most lovely moment so oh i oh, love that's that gorgeous. that's so yeah. wonderful really oh thank you for sharing that yeah, <laughs> thank you and are there are there more on the cards because we we actually we're going to do the promotion bit in a minute aren't we so you mm. can tell us tell us about anywhere else we can find you because that sounds really exciting yes I, I feel like exciting and is what actually what what um, my friend janine or our friend janine calls um excite scared tm like yeah. Yeah. if you're feeling excite scared it's probably a good thing yes but she always puts the little tm yeah. emoji next to I it i love that that's such a good saying yeah it's a good saying yeah unfortunately quite often i'm like oh i'm fucking terrified and she's like but are you excite scared and i'm like oh, probably <laughs> yeah. it usually comes back to that at some point doesn't it it so, does it yeah. really does but yeah, yeah. No, that, that sounds amazing yeah so we have meandered wonderfully and you've shared some amazing stuff with us is there anything that we haven't covered that you particularly wanted to talk about before we get you to tell us all about where we can find you um i don't think so nothing specific i just had a really lovely chat so. yeah oh that's been delighted yeah we've we've had some so it's just been wonderful to hear actually i love yes. i love this is probably my favorite bit of the podcast i love no offense sarah i love talking to you but <laughs> i love hearing people's journeys and stories and um it's the best thing it's fine. Yeah, I won't. Sharing. I won't take offence at that. It's okay. Don't no, no, it's fine. It's totally fine. Um, you know, it's your favourite too. I'm, I'm, um, te- yeah. I'm tempted to flounce out of the Zoom meeting. Flounce yeah. <laughs> <Flounced> dramatically. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> it's not as dramatic if they can't. That, unfortunately, our lovely listeners can't cannot see. see yeah, I know, out of the Zoom, yeah. so it's not going to have. Quite, you're just going to suddenly not be there, and that's not very dramatic, is it? Really? So, uh, I've got the impact of it. <laughs> not really, no. Unless you can do like a dramatic slam door or something that we can hear. In yep. which case, no, no, yeah, probably no, not. No. no. <laughs> so we were doing so well <laughs> no, so emma thank you for um sharing all of that yes, and thank you thank for you. Um, being so open um can you tell us where um our listeners can find you anything that you want to tell them where they can buy your work where they can see your work um anything anything you'd like to share and mm. we will translate it all into links for show notes absolutely okay. um yeah firstly just thank you so much for having me i've had such a great time um you can find me on instagram at emma lock art and um my website is emmalockart.com and i do have some really exciting news that um funny enough wouldn't have been able to speak about when we originally had you know oh, caught up wow. before okay. <laughs> i like a good bit of serendipity <laughs> no it's very good timing um i'm actually exhibiting with and some amazing artists at Snape Maltings in Ooh, June. Oh, that is exciting. That's really exciting. Sorry, Sarah, I don't know. No, no, it's fine. Carry on. Yeah, so it's on the... So it starts on the 3rd of June until the 6th of July. Um, and it's the mm. Contemporary Landing Exhibition. That's amazing. amazing. Fantastic. Is that a group exhibition? Yes. Or a joint, like a... Yes, yes, yes. That sounds epic. Okay. Fantastic. Um, so Snake Maltings is local to you. Sadly, not to Sarah anymore because she's back in Canada and I'm very sad. I'm very um, jealous but, about um, that. We'll have to have a separate <laughs> chat all about Canada. I'm Absolutely, we will. Definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, she's coming over again. We've just booked um, 
I'll tell you about that after the thing. Uh, like, <laughs> hang on. Focus, Carla. Focus. <laughs> Dear God. Um, no, no, it's fine. Um, so, no, I was going to say snake maltings is local to here, but it is a glorious um, and well-respected art space. And that is, that is very exciting news. I'm actually now really glad that we had to um, cancel your first recording because that feels like a really exciting thing to be able to... Yes, yeah. Really wonderful night to end on, That's I think. Fabulous. Yeah. Excellent. Fantastic. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on. I'm sorry we didn't get to ask you all of the questions, but obviously we were having too good a chat about, about your work. <laughs> too and much your fun art. talking. So, yes, it's wonderful. Excellent. So, um, yeah, we, um, we'll, we'll be back. I mean, we might even, because we, we are definitely getting to a point now where we we still need there's more we need to talk about so you might have to come back one day absolutely another, yes another, definitely please another anytime. that would be good yeah. anytime. you'll get sick of me though <laughs> <laughs> not at all not no. at all <laughs> thank you so much for listening guys and we'll be back um soon we will bye-bye bye-bye thanks so much for listening we'd love for you to rate us review us and subscribe on your favorite podcast app five stars please Uh, where can people find us online sarah we are on facebook and instagram at creative reboot co and we also have a facebook group which we'd love you to join to come and talk to us about the episodes just search for creative reboot group and you can also go to our website creativereboot.co where you can subscribe to our mailing list and get in touch with us if you fancy being a guest or if you have topics you want us to talk about we'll look forward to seeing you there